Hi, I'm Jackie Jones and welcome to my podcast, Living Life Being Human, the number one podcast for anxiety, stress and mental health support. Don't forget to click subscribe to be notified of my latest podcast episodes. And if you get any value from this podcast, please support me by leaving a review. It really does help me out and it motivates me to keep making these podcasts. You can connect with me on social media at Jackie Jones Coaching and subscribe to my YouTube channel to get weekly videos all around anxiety, stress and mental health. I hope you enjoy this episode. topic of this live and podcast is procrastination and overthinking and I've been doing a week-long mini course on my private membership which if you're interested in knowing a little bit more about that you just type in google living life being human and my podcasts actually pop up right at the top which is really good for me I'm not sure how that's happened, but it does. Um, You can also go on the website there, livinglifebeinghuman.co.uk and see more about the membership if you're interested in that. But this week I've been running a week-long mini course, uploading a video every day this week around exploring behaviour. And one of the things that I learnt quite early on in my psychotherapy training was about driver behaviours. And I keep referring back to this over and over again. It's kind of one of the foundations, the building blocks of transactional analysis, that we all have behaviours that we go to. And it's really interesting if you look at um, how we communicate with each other. Transactional analysis is all about analysing transactions between ourselves and the other whether that is a child or a partner or a work colleague, pretty much shopkeeper, anybody that we come into contact with, we we create energy between the two of us. And that energy can be positive and negative, depending on our state of mind, depending on where we are, dependent on how that person appears to us. It, it's, a, it's a minefield when you start to look at how we communicate. I can... I can be in front of somebody that reminds me of somebody from my past. That might be the way that they look. It might be the way that they hold themselves. It might be their mannerisms, the words that come out of their mouth. And I can be instantly, you know, rubber banded back to an earlier time where that happened. And that can alter my behaviour. So there's lots of psychological mumbo jumbo that goes on when we're having an innocent conversation with somebody which I find really, really interesting. So that was what made me decide to do this little mini course around the driver behaviours that we have because we have access to five different behaviours. One is, I can never remember all of these, so you'll have to bear with me. One is be strong. One is try hard. One is hurry up. One is please others. And one is be perfect. And when we're stressed, overwhelmed, overworked, you know, a life event happens, these behaviours become more prevalent. They become stronger in us. Um, We have access to all five of these, but we tend to have go-to driver behaviours, ones that feel comfortable to us. They feel comfortable to us because of 
the recognition and validation we got for displaying these behaviours when we were younger. So it's it, psychotherapy is quite complicated and everything is interlocked and interchangeable and one thing leads to another. And it's sometimes quite difficult to explain one thing without it connecting to something else. So I'm not going to connect it to anything else. I'm just going to look at procrastination and overthinking and the be perfect driver. Because I've been talking a lot about it this week and what tends to happen with me personally, privately and in work is that when I do videos and courses on things, it then makes me think about that even more in my personal and professional life which is interesting it's kind of one of those things that if you throw something out to the universe you see it coming back tenfold um it's quite funny that sometimes in my therapy sessions if I'm going through something in my personal life often clients will come with a similar a similar issue And I've always questioned whether that is the universe sending me things or if that's just that I notice it more if I'm going through it. I don't overthink it. I just kind of go, hmm, interesting. What's that about? Which is what I tend to do a lot. So anyway, the be perfect driver is strongly connected to procrastinating and overthinking. Because if we have a be perfect driver, it's really important to us that everything is perfect. Everything has to be just so. There's lots of planning. There's lots of preparation. There's lots of, you know, working out the scenarios. There's lots of doing all the what ifs. Um, So if, for example, I was doing, well, (laughs) this video, (laughs) this podcast, for example, I, I prepare notes. I have these wonderful you might hear this I'm sorry I have these wonderful big post-it notes that I write lots of notes on and I stick them all over so I can see them um that's part of my be perfect driver that's me needing to make sure that everything is covered um that I'm doing the best that I possibly can the downfall to having a be perfect driver is that it's impossible to be perfect we we can't We can't cover every eventuality. We can't foresee the future. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, While I'm doing this, the phone could ring and throw me completely off what's happening or the dog can bark or, you know, the the wonderful delivery people that starts with an A and is a country somewhere or a place might deliver a parcel that causes complete chaos. I I can't plan for everything. But my Be Perfect driver can can keep me stuck in a place it it i want to say it makes me but nothing can make me do anything it's all it's all my choice but the more i overthink the more i plan the more i prepare for all these eventualities and go through all the what ifs and everything i'm procrastinating i'm stopping myself from just sitting in front of the computer pushing record and spreading some of my knowledge some of me you know connecting with people it stops me from doing what I want to do a lot of the time so I just wanted to explore that a little bit with you um you might find that there's some things that I'm talking about that resonate with you are you somebody that has to plan everything are you somebody that keeps notes and reminders everywhere are you somebody that 
you know, your appearance is very important to you, how other people perceive you, um, comparing yourself to others, whether they do a better job than you or feeling like you're inferior to them in some way that can stop us from being our true authentic self. That might resonate for you. And if it is, it's it's possible that you are in your be perfect driver behavior. So what do we do about that? That's that's the other thing that I've been looking at. Our, our driver behavior comes from messages that we picked up early on in childhood. It's not that our parents or main caregivers said to us, you need to be perfect. You need to get this just right or there's no point in you doing it at all. They might have said that, but it's highly unlikely that they would have done. But it, it's how we understand the messages. If we get lots of praise and recognition for doing a good job, if we get lots of praise and recognition for coming first in a race or getting top marks in reading when we're at school or or whatever it is, then we can start to think, oh, if I do a really good job, I get lots of praise, which encourages us to do another really good job and to strive for something better, more perfect, more, more acceptable, all those things. And I'm a parent, so I know that I have praised my children for exactly those sort of things. And the message that I was sending as a parent to my child was that, you know, bloody well done you. You worked really hard at that and you achieved it. And that's amazing. And that's a really good thing to say. But how our messages are received and understood by our children is not our responsibility. One of the things I would say, if there are any parents listening to this, any new parents, um, any parents at all, I've got a 32-year-old, a 31-year-old and a 15-year-old. So I do this a lot of the time with them anyway. Um, I've got a grandson who's two as well is to focus more on praise for being as opposed to praise for doing. So, yes, it's fantastic when they come top of the class and, of course, we should praise them and recognise their efforts and everything else that's gone into that. But we can also praise them just for being who they are. All the little funny quirks that they've got, the, the personality, the, the, the humour. You know, me and my 15-year-old son, even though we do have moments, we... He's a teenager. We have lots of moments. But I can laugh about his behaviour. Sometimes he just comes out with a one-liner that just really, you know, throws a curveball. And I love that side to him. So I will, you know, acknowledge that, that he does have a quirky sense of humour, that he does come out with one-liners, that, you know, his, his perception of life is different to mine. And I like that. And I will comment and, and praise it. Yesterday, was it yesterday or the day before? I'm not sure. He, um, I was going upstairs. I was getting ready to take him to school and I was going upstairs um, to, you know, clean my teeth and do those sort of things. And as I was going out of the door, he said, be careful because my bag's on the stairs. Um, don't trip up over it. And I got halfway up the stairs and I stopped and I, I thought, wow, that was really thoughtful, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I could have tripped up. I could have hurt myself. The fact that he just said that to me. So I literally, halfway up the stairs, I stopped myself and I went back down and I opened the door and I said, thanks for saying that, Kai. That that was really thoughtful and respectful. And I really appreciated the fact that you were looking out for me. And 
he, he's very blunt. We're all very blunt in our family. But he said, well, I didn't want you to trip up and die. And I said, oh, that, I really appreciate that you don't want me to die by tripping over your bag. That's that's amazing. Thanks. Well done. And I went upstairs and cleaned my teeth and just carried on as normal. So, you know, it, it's about, you know, being kind is a big thing out there at the moment. We're all being asked to be kind and understanding and compassionate to people, which is brilliant when we do it. If we're not in a good place ourselves, it can be quite difficult for us to, to pay that forward, to, to be positive about other people. Um, but if we can, praise for being as well as praise for doing, you know, the, the little things, the being thoughtful, the being kind, the, the being responsible, the being, you know, empathic, for being compassionate, for just, you know, for showing love and all those sorts of things. Those are what make us be a nice, well-rounded human being. And we... You know, my mum used to say things. I'm not sure whether my mum listens or watches these because I do talk about it quite a lot because obviously it impacted on me, my upbringing and how she was. Um, but she used to say things when my elder two were growing up because I was all for praise. I used to praise them for everything because I didn't think it was a bad thing. And she used to say, they'll expect this when they get older. When they're working and when they're older, they're going to expect people to constantly be praising and recognising every little thing that they do. There isn't going to be a cheerleader stood outside every time they go to the toilet and have a wee. You know, you, you're setting them up to fail. And I suppose she had a point. She's of a certain generation where, you know, you, you just did it. You didn't need praising or anything else. I, I do need praise and recognition. Yes, I work. Yes, I charge a fee and I get money for that. But to be acknowledged for the work that I do verbally, to, to get a pat on the back, to say, you know, wow, that conversation we had really made me think and it's really helped, thanks so much. That means so much to me. Um, and I have never known anybody have any physical disability or, or a physical response that's negative from being praised. You know, people don't, come to harm because we praise and acknowledge the good things that they do. So I would I would recommend, I would encourage you all to, to be more compassionate with not only the people around you, but yourself as well. And if, if you're in a place um, where you're struggling, throw a bit of love in the mix. You know, it can be so difficult, I understand that, and it does depend where our state of mind is. But if we're procrastinating, if we're overthinking, be compassionate with ourselves. Understand why that is. Understand that it's maybe because you're worried about being criticised or you're worried about being vulnerable or you're concerned that people might think negatively of you. You know, just take a moment to understand that. I don't know how people are going to receive this video. I don't know how people are going to receive this podcast. But doing nothing means I'm not going to help anybody. I'm not helping myself. And that one person that can be watching or listening that, that this that just kind of thinks, wow, yeah, I do that. I can be more compassionate with myself. I can maybe look a little bit deeper about why my behaviour is the way that it is. And I have a choice then. There's, there's something, you know, big for me. in If I'm aware of what I'm doing and possibly why I'm doing it, then I have a choice to change that. I use the... Um, three principles a lot in coaching which you know tries to discourage us from 
looking for answers. It kind of keeps us stuck. It's very much in the here and now. And okay, this is what's going on. Um, I can accept that. And I understand 100% completely that my thoughts create my feelings 100% of the time. And I understand that. And that is massive for me. And it does help me um, a lot of the time. If I'm feeling a bit excuse my French, a bit shitty. If I'm feeling a bit down, it's because I'm having shitty negative thoughts and that's creating the feeling and I get that 100%. But there's also a part of me as a person that I'm very logical, I'm a thinker. I need I need information. You know, if I somebody tweaks my interest and there's a little bit of a thing that I think, you know, I want to know more about that, I will research it, I will Google. I tell people to step away from Google. Um, but I will look at what's available. Is there a training course I can do? Is there a group that's, you know, I can learn more from it? But that's that's my personality. That's who I am. And I completely am at ease with that. You know, I've I've got so many qualifications that are relevant to the job that I do and that are completely irrelevant to the job that I do. But it was just something that piqued my interest and I wanted to know more about it. So for me psychotherapy and you know why we do what we do is is a learning process yes overarching all of that is that our thoughts create our feelings 100 percent of the time yes part of that is getting support from like-minded people that you know when we're not in a good place they can kind of pick us up and help us but we're not completely reliant on that we've got that inner knowing that regardless i will i will be okay and i will come through this so I just wanted to pass that on a little bit. If you want to know more about the things I talk about, if you want to know more about the driver behaviours, as I said, there are five of them, be strong, uh, hurry up, try hard, please others and be perfect. You can hop over, jump over, stroll over, whatever you want to do. Um, just Google living life being human um, or go on livinglifebeinghuman.co.uk. And you can join my membership. It's free for the first month. So you can delve deeper in on living life, being human and what that's all about. You can you can be part of a, a community in there and you're not committing anything. If after three weeks you decide this isn't for me, then you can just cancel your subscription and drop out. And I wish you well in your endeavours. Um, but if you do want to know a little bit more and you want access to these videos, I record them only for the group. They won't be shown anywhere else. I might put a little snippet up somewhere, but it is 100% completely in the group. It is private. Um, so you have to be a member to, to access the group and to join in. Um, so yeah, feel free to hop over and get to know me a little bit better and I can get to know you a little bit better and start our journey together exploring living life being human and what that's all about. <laughs>